I'm Emma Woodhouse. I'm a two-time NCAA All-American, former Division I downhill skier, and host of the Barriers to Breakthroughs podcast. Each week, I'll get to interview some amazing and strong female athletes to discuss important topics in women's sports and what goes on inside the brain of an athlete. Perfectionism, recovering from injury, and bullying are just some of the many things that can defeat your spirits and ruin your confidence to perform. I know what it's like to feel hopeless, not knowing why you're not performing the way you want, and to feel alone thinking that no one could relate to what you're going through. Well, I'm here to change that. I'll bring these topics and stories to light and show you that you are not alone and that you can overcome those barriers to breakthrough. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Barriers to Breakthroughs podcast with me, Emma Woodhouse, and today I'm coming to you with another solo episode. I'm going to be talking about my story and experiences with ADHD, how my diagnosis changed my life, and the misconceptions that surround ADHD and taking medication for it. So let's get, so let's get right into it. Um, so when I was growing up, I was always the child that was super active, couldn't sit still. Um, you had to really keep a, an eye on me because I would just, I would run away and um, you, you always had to be on your toes to watch me. And, um, and especially in school, I found that I had a tough time focusing and um, I wouldn't be able to remember uh, things that we had just t- had talked about in class, I wouldn't really be able to repeat back to the teacher of what we were talking about. And I would just get this hyper focus. Um, I would get so addicted to the task at hand and it would take a lot of energy from me to switch uh, activities and I really didn't like that. And I also just found that I would have a million thoughts going through my head. And thinking back, I no wonder I couldn't remember what someone had just told me because my my brain was just going in circles and there was just like a, a hurricane going in there. Um, but once I got older, I found that these things were affecting my grades in school uh, and in my skiing career. It was tough for me to pay attention in class because I would be constantly distracted with either the thoughts in my head or hearing noises in my environment, like with classmates talking or looking out the window, what's going on outside. And and then in skiing, I would be distracted by other skiers, the different noises going on there as well. Um, And then I wouldn't be able to remember what I was supposed to be working on. Uh, when I would get to the top of the hill. And I would have to ask my coaches again. It was a little frustrating for them. And then I just, I just found that difficult for me to remember these things. So also in social situations, my friends would make comments about how I would just be staring into, into space while they were talking to me. And even if I was looking at them, seemingly paying attention I wouldn't be able to remember or know what they just said. And you can imagine how frustrating that would be for the other person. So one day I went up to my mom, explained that I was having trouble concentrating in class. 
um, and that I, I needed help. So after going to the doctor and getting tested, I was later diagnosed with ADHD. And the medication that they prescribed to me was Concerta, and I still use that same drug today. And it is a slow-release uh, pill that you take. Uh, what that means is that it will last me the entire day, so about 12 hours. And that's compared to a drug like Adderall or Ritalin, um, which is most wide- widely known for in ADHD, which is a fast-release drug where someone would need to take the medication every four to six hours, and it's a little bit more powerful um, in strength. I'm not exactly sure the reason why I was prescribed with the slow-release one, but uh, it really doesn't matter now. (laughs) So after that diagnosis and for the first few weeks of taking the medication, I'll be honest, I felt really weird and I found that it wasn't, I wasn't all of a sudden super focused. I wasn't sure what to expect from the drugs. Uh, for the first month, I remember having tunnel vision and not really being aware of my surroundings. I had a tough time sleeping as well. I would wake up multiple times in the night with bad dreams. And I also lost my appetite as well. And those are most common side effects to taking ADHD medication. And it took some time to get used to the effects of it and being able to remember to take it every day as well. Uh, I found that the effects for me actually would wear off after 14 hours. So if I took it at 7 o'clock in the morning, I still felt the effects of the drug until 9 p.m. that night. So I really had to get used to taking the medication right when I woke up or else I, if I took it later in the, the morning, I would be staying awake longer than I would want to. After a while, though, I started getting used to the medication and the side effects subsided. Uh, and in the end, I'm just, I'm so glad that I spoke up about the feelings I was having and it just felt really good to know that there was something going on in my head and I found a solution for my issue. And so I really want to get into talking about some misconceptions that people have about ADHD. Uh, One is that we're lazy and or stupid. Um, Yes, I have heard that. And uh, I've experienced this stigma myself in multiple areas of my life. Uh, For instance, in school, I would get extra time on tests. And often I would hear from people that they would say that it's unfair of me to get extra time, that I had an advantage over them, or that I'm basically cheating. And what's frustrating about that is that people think that we can control our disability. And, like, of course I would want to be able to complete the the test in less time or in the regular time that we're given. I wish that I could just try harder and concentrate better, but that just doesn't come naturally to me. And that's just super frustrating that people just assume that I'm trying to, to cheat or beat the system or 
try and have an advantage. And really, that's far from the truth. We're trying to get on a level playing field, basically. And that drug helps us to do that. And I would also get a lot of flack on not remembering things and being perceived as stupid. And I mean, in my opinion, I would be talking to my friends or classmates. And when I wouldn't remember something, they would often say, didn't you listen? Or she just said blank. Or how can you not remember what we were just talking about two minutes ago? And that's so tough for me to hear because I'm trying my hardest to listen to you. um, But my brain is just not cooperating. And I, it's hard to quiet down my brain. And so it's just really tough because you can't see the disability that we have. And it's just, it's just hard to receive that sort of backlash when you can't do anything to prevent that from happening. And then another misconception that confuses people is that someone with ADHD just can't focus and that that's all there is to it. But really, ADHD is much deeper than that. So ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. And what I've learned through my own experiences in doing some research, that it's not that we can't pay attention, it's that we pay too much attention. I am so aware of my surroundings by hearing every little sound, seeing every detail, and thinking about all of that can be pretty exhausting. And it's just, it's hard to shut my brain off. And that's what people don't really understand is that ADHD is much more complex uh, than you think. And yeah, it's, it's tough because ADHD is an invisible disorder, much like mental health. You can't see what's really going on in someone's head or what they're going through. So if you're experiencing similar symptoms or feelings, go talk to a doctor about it. This is not something to be ashamed of. It's honestly, it's a blessing to have this ability. It's really cool. And it doesn't have to be difficult. You can get the help you need and you can feel like yourself again. Feel that you can focus Because you can. You just need a little boost. (laughs) So I'm going to end this episode with talking about my coaching service that I want to offer to you. What I do is I help athletes to overcome their mental blocks to achieve their goals and to be the best athletes that they can be. I know what it's like to feel hopeless, to doubt yourself, and to feel like a failure. You think that it's all up to you to figure it out on your own and that you're just not trying hard enough. You don't have to feel this way, and I can help you out. Through my coaching sessions, I can help you to overcome those mental blocks that are holding you back from success so that you can start achieving your dreams now. I want you to feel confident in your abilities, feel like you can achieve whatever you want, and to be successful in your sport. If you want to work with me, then please sign up for a free 15-minute strategy call where we can talk about your goals and how I can help you achieve them. So please check the podcast description for the link. 
I know that you are just itching to reach your full potential, so let's make it happen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, please share your thoughts on my Instagram page at Barriers to Breakthroughs Podcast, and also share it with your friends. I appreciate your support so much, and I can't wait to hear from you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Barriers to Breakthroughs podcast. If you love this episode or want to support the podcast, please click on that subscribe button and leave a rating and review. I would be forever grateful. You can also follow and connect with me on Instagram at Barriers to Breakthroughs podcast and on my website at emmawoodhouse.ca. Thanks again for tuning in and keep on breaking those barriers to your inevitable breakthrough.